everybody. Welcome to the Basis Points Podcast. I'm Kevin Flanagan, Head of Fixed Income Strategy at Wisdom Tree Asset Management. Well, for the second meeting in a row, Fed did what was widely expected and kept the Fed funds target unchanged at the November FOMC meeting. So here we are. The trading range remains at five and a quarter to five and a half percent, which still resides at a more than 20-year high watermark. And while the policymakers continue to keep their options open for another potential rate hike, you know, as I've said many times before, we are either at or very close to the end of this rate hike cycle. So if you look at this against a backdrop of 525 basis points worth of rate hikes, the Fed has been presented with an economic backdrop that's proven to be far more resilient than anyone expected. But there is a new game in town, potentially tighter financial conditions due to the surge in treasury yields, where rates all on the yield curve either hit or came close to hitting 5% just a few weeks ago. And Powell and company have apparently bought into this notion that this rise in treasury yields may be doing their job for them. Matter of fact, they actually added that little piece of language to their policy statement, perhaps the only notable change that they added tighter financial and credit conditions that could weigh on households going forward. But you know, what I find fascinating is that financial conditions may have not tightened at all. The Chicago Fed's National Financial Conditions Index has actually fallen, loosened, that is, over the last couple of months. So you ask yourself, why is this important? Well, that's because this index is very broad and it includes 105 underlying components. And would theoretically, it's not going to be skewed by just one or two factors. But anyway... The committee seems to have elevated a potential tightening in financial conditions as a monetary policy input. So as a result, the question may turn to not whether another rate hike is in the offing, but how long will the Fed be on hold? And really, you know, when you come right down to it, this is ultimately going to be the key question anyway as we head into 2024 and beyond. And with only one more Fed meeting remaining in this calendar year, the Fed does appear to be united in their stance that rates need to remain in this restrictive territory for the foreseeable future. So higher for longer theme I've been constantly emphasizing is not going away. You know, on that front, and I noted this following the September Fed meeting, the expectations for rate cuts had been completely turned on its head and the money and bond markets have gone from discounting the possibility of a rate cut already occurring this summer to now not expecting a decrease in the Fed funds target till about mid-2024. And, and, you know, when I was last looking at this, the implied probability still had Fed funds around 4.5% by January 2025. So whether or not a rate hike is in the cards, quantitative tightening, QT, that continues unabated. And the Fed continues on its mission to reduce its holdings of treasuries and mortgage-backed securities on their balance sheet. And this means of tightening a policy has essentially gone under the radar, but that's what the Fed had hoped for. But remember, it's still a part of the Fed's toolkit, which we should not ignore. So here we go again. Regardless of whether the Fed is now officially done or not from a rate hike perspective, the end result of this cycle is that interest rates are now at levels a generation of investors have not witnessed before. And this is potentially ushered in a rate regimen that harkens us back to pre-financial crisis times. And it's against this backdrop. Investors have a whole new dynamic to consider in their fixed income portfolio decision-making process. So I'm going to end it there. I hope everybody has a great rest of the week and be well.